Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I'm your host, Melissa Fox. And this week, as usual, we've got a great, informative, entertaining show planned for you. We'll be talking about SeaWorld. Did you know that they are the first responders for sick, injured, and orphaned marine life? And they just did their 40,000th 40,000th animal rescue. Believe that. We'll be talking to them. We're also going to visit St. Pete Clearwater as the U.S. Travel Association's National Travel and Tourism Week wraps up. We'll find out about Florida tourism. And May is Better Hearing and Speech Month. Let's get proactive about our hearing. And we're also talking to the National Director of the VA DOD Mental Health Situations. It's called Veterans Know. We'll find out more on this episode of the Florida Roundtable. Life happens. Getting married, moving, new baby, loss of health insurance. If you had a life-changing event, you may qualify for a special enrollment period in the health insurance marketplace. Visit healthcare.gov and see if you qualify. Need help? A navigator from Covering Florida can help you through the process and find the best plan for you and your family. Visit coveringflorida.org or call 1-877-813-9115 to make an appointment. Assistance is always free and confidential. Motorists, bicyclists, and motorcyclists all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Drivers, watch out for bicyclists and give them three feet of clearance. Always be on the lookout for motorcycles and never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around large buses and trucks and remember to never cut in front of them since they can't stop as quickly. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Did you know that May is Better Hearing and Speech Month? I'm sorry, what? You didn't hear me? I said May is... Maybe you ought to get your hearing checked, people. Oh, it's time to get proactive about your hearing. I know. I wear headphones 90% of the day. I get my hearing checked a lot. There are a lot of risks, though, associated with hearing loss, and we're going to talk about it because, again, May is Better Hearing and Speech Month. With that in mind, please welcome my guest, Dr. Kathy McGowan. She's a doctor of audiology at Belltone. Hi, Dr. McGowan. Hello. So tell us a little bit about what's going on in your world. Should we get our hearing checked regularly? I mean, that's kind of an obvious question, but go ahead and give us an obvious answer. (laughs) So, you know, um, we've always known that hearing was important, but in the last few years, we've found out exactly how important it is. Um, 
we've discovered that there is actually a link between dementia and cognitive decline and hearing loss. And if the last two years have taught us anything, uh, it's that these things are so important because uh, it causes isolation and depression. And, uh, you know, those are really bad for your overall health. So we'd like to see everybody get their hearing checked at least once a year. Once uh, a year. Keep track of it, see what's going on. Okay. Now, I know there's a stigma around hearing loss, um, very much so, and it's not anything new. It actually has come up from ever where people have just kind of waited maybe five, six, even seven years knowing that they're not hearing everything as well as they should, and yet they don't take any action for a very long time to treat their hearing loss. Uh, what are the risks of ignoring those signs? Um, well, you know, hearing loss is funny. It doesn't hurt and you can't see it. So it's a lot of times a little easier to ignore. Um, but it is not something you should ignore because hearing loss is comorbid with so many other health problems. Uh, it's comorbid with diabetes, cardiovascular issues, um, heart disease, uh, risk of falling, um, and, you know, there are eight modifiable risk factors in cognitive decline, mm -hmm. and they've found that hearing is actually the most uh, treatable. So if you can get, a, uh, get your hearing problem taken care of, you can help prevent some of those other issues. Um, and, you know, we've seen, you know, in the last two years, unfortunately, we've seen what happens when people are isolated and depressed, and it just causes their overall health to decline and you know we all want to stay active and we want to keep our independence and uh we have we have a term we call it's called aging in place and so for our seniors the last thing they ever want to have happen is you know have to go into some type of a facility and hearing loss uh can contribute so much to causing some of those things that you want to get it taken care of and it's so easily taken care of a hearing screening literally only takes about a half an hour uh, we don't charge for those at Beltone, so you can come in. We'll take a look in your ears. We use a video otoscope to look in your ears and see if you might even have just earwax. Um, get that <laughs> taken care of and uh, find out what's going on. There you go. So say I sit in the chair at Beltone, and you, Dr. Kathy McGowan, does the video check and says, oh, um, there's a little bit of an issue here. Uh, what kind of solutions would be available if I have a hearing impairment? So, you know, today's hearing aids are amazing. They're so much fun. Actually, my job is so much fun. Um, they're fully digital. They connect with apps on your smartphone or your tablet. They're Bluetooth compatible. Um, you can get rid of background noise. You can zoom in on things. You can have programs for watching the television, for, you know, going on nature walks. Um, they're tiny. You can't see them. Um, and they're just very, very flexible. And one thing that um, we like people to know is that, you know, um, 10 years ago, most insurance companies did not cover hearing instruments. But these days, uh, a lot with a lot of your Medicare Advantage plans, um, so many people have a benefit that they don't even know about. Oh. So when you come in, we're going to check that, too. Oh, good. So look at a little patient advocacy as well going on here at Belltone. Dr. McGowan, can you hang on for just a second? We're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll get back to talking about proactive hearing. This is the Florida Talking Entertainment Network, and you're listening to the Florida Roundtable.
Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Easy Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Easy Knock a call right now. 800-382-7624. That's 800-382-7624. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archibella for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. So, Dr. McGowan, Got it. is there a certain age that people start to experience hearing loss? And I mean, without the musicians, not talking about the people like me who wear headphones all the time. Is there like a, oh, you're hitting 40, you better start getting that checked every six months or something? You can have hearing loss at any age, obviously. You can be born with hearing loss. Uh, but we do find, as you get a little bit older, uh, it, you know, your average age for getting bifocals is about 42. <laughs> we've, we've seen... <laughs> we, uh, you know, the average age for hearing uh, to start declining actually happens much earlier because we do so many bad things. Mm. Um, one of my early jobs is I was in the military, and one of my jobs was to screen all of the incoming applicants for hearing loss. And uh, we actually started seeing kids as young as 17, 18, showing up with uh, beginning high-frequency hearing loss from just, you know, listening to their music too loud. Ah, uh, the earbuds, so definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got it. Um, so the world is a very noisy place. We do a lot of bad things, uh, both at work and uh, leisure activities. So you can certainly uh, cause yourself to have some hearing loss, but other things can cause it too. There are a lot of ototoxic medications. A lot of cancer treatments can cause hearing loss. Um, any interruption in vascularity. So, uh, you know, if you have any cardiovascular issues or heart problems, if you have a interruption and innervation it can cause a uh, loss of blood supply to the ears and that can cause hearing loss as well so there are a lot of things that can cause it and there are a lot of ways to fix it but you got to go and get your hearing checked regularly remember may is better hearing and speech month where can more people uh, where can people go for more information flip that reverse it where can our listeners go for more information kathy beltone.com 
Oh, that's pretty simple. Any parting notes for those of us? Because I know y'all need to hear every message and every word that just came out of Dr. McGowan's mouth. But seriously, it's important to get your hearing checked regularly. And thank you so much for making it so simple sounding that we can just go in and get fitted and fixed. And these inventions just sound crazy when it comes to fixing your hearing. Thank you so much, Dr. McGowan. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. With me now, well, let's talk about St. Pete and Clearwater. This organization's called Visit St. Pete Clearwater. And with me now, I've got Steve Hayes. He's the CEO and president of Visit St. Pete Clearwater. Let's talk a little bit. How are you, Steve? What's going on? I am doing wonderful today. So yeah. um, Visit St. Pete Clearwater. Uh, what is it that you do? Very succinctly, we help create memories, and especially for those that are traveling. And to be more specifically, it's we inspire travel to St. Pete Clearwater, a destination of unique communities, cultures, and experiences. So we're telling a story of what we have here to people from outside this area to get them to come to the and vacation and travel and ultimately spend money here, which helps all of our businesses and our communities. I understand you just wrapped up National Travel and Tourism Week. What was that, Steve? It is a way to celebrate the value that uh, travel and tourism brings to communities across the United States. So it's actually celebrated in all 50 states. Here locally, um, we had a number of things that we did to celebrate our employees the hospitality workers that make all of this happen and get a chance to talk about the great things that tourism does for our community. And what did you do other than, uh, you know, what you just said, what did you actually do when it comes to visit St. Pete Clearwater during National Travel and Tourism Week? We started off the week with a travel rally at St. Pete Clearwater International Airport. So we welcome guests coming in. We had you know a variety of things that we were of information that we were providing. So we started with that. We have a we had an educational where we talked about our natural resources and protecting them and what's the best way to do that. Uh, we had a uh, cleanup. A beach cleanup uh, in downtown St. Pete. And then we had a friendly competition with our friends across the bay with Visit Tampa Bay uh, to get the staffs together and really brainstorm and team build together. So really a variety of, of different things across the whole week. I love the campaign that you guys kind of stole from Blockbuster Video. You know, I was the old be kind, rewind, right? So you said unwind and be kind. That's clever. I like that. Was that you behind that, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> we have some really creative folks that help make that happen. But I think more importantly was it really played well into what we were saying last year with Rise to Shine this one was really the intent was to be kind to our hospitality workers given the fact that we're you know short staffed in many areas but the other part too was the you know be able to protect our natural resources which are so important and it's and you know again we're home of america's best beaches and so we want to make sure that visitors as well as locals are going through and helping protect them and really came up with this campaign to talk about that. 
We're talking with Steve Hayes. He's the CEO and president of Visit St. Pete Clearwater. Just wrapped up National Travel and Tourism Week. What is the value of tourism? What's it mean to you, Steve? In Pinellas County, it is a $5 billion business. Wow. That's the impact that we had in 2021. Thank goodness we rebounded strongly compared to the previous year of the pandemic, um, but we're still not fully recovered. But, you know, more importantly, it's all about the small business. It's those businesses that cater not only to the visitor, but to the locals that employ folks. Um, and that numbers uh, over 90,000 uh, people are employed in the hospitality industry here in Pinellas County. And that is up over uh, the pandemic year. I mean, we lost like 30,000 jobs related to hospitality. So to be able to get that back, get these businesses back, get them spending in our communities, it helps support everyone. I love the fact that you asked not only to be kind to the situation, the people as well. Uh, I love that because, yeah, you got to be kind to our beaches and they're not going to be America's most beautiful beaches if you don't treat them right. And as for the hospitality employees, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of people have become taking out their frustrations on these people. And these guys are the ones that have decided to actually come back and work. You know, so there's got to be some sort of a give and take here. We can't take out all our frustrations on that one waitress or waiter. And yet it, it, it does happen. I'm so glad you included that in your campaign. What kind of aspirations for future of travel do you have? One sentence, Steve. Can you do it? <laughs> uh, you know, it's like playing one, a one word game. But I, I'm going to say, you know, the future for travel is it's looking upward. It's positive. Here in, in St. Pete Clearwater, I think we just have many things happening that help create the experiences that people want to see when they come to visit. I love that. Sustainable as well, travel. I, I want I want people to be able to get there from Orlando all the way over, from Tampa, from points south, from points north. You need to get over there, really do. And the travel business, uh, how was it? You mentioned a little bit briefly pre-pandemic, but is it is it coming back? Is it bouncing back this year as we sort of come out of the pandemic restraints? Oh, most definitely it is bounced back with the exception of really the what I call business travel, which includes meetings and conferences, which is still coming back. It's not back to where it was. And then international is just now starting to, to come back to the state of Florida and specifically here to St. Pete Clearwater. So, you know, let's get those two coming along like we've seen with leisure travel. And then I can say, you know, we can clear, declare victory that, you know, we have rebounded back from the pandemic. So Steve Hayes is the guy we're talking with right now, and you are a veteran of the tourism industry. Uh, you're the president and CEO now of Visit St. Pete Clearwater, but before that, were you at Visit Pensacola for a number of years and, and then Visit Tampa Bay for a quarter of a century before? What did you start when you were eight? God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my goodness, I'm looking at him like, how did he? No way. I'm doing math. It's not I'm, math, not my strong suit. 
But uh, Steve, seriously, uh, you are the man, apparently, when it comes to tourism here in Florida, huh? Well, I've been around the block a few times, <laughs> and the great the the great part is I've seen the changes and the growth, and being able to be in this, you know, in the Tampa Bay area for as long as I have been. But then to have spent that time up in the panhandle gave me another perspective of Florida tourism. And, you know, the, the great part is it is a true economic driver for the state, uh, for the residents. And, you know, and it helps in so many different ways. And so anything that we can do to be creative, to get more people here, to get them to enjoy the various um amenities that we have that we we all enjoy on a daily basis um, as residents but you know for our visitors to come experience that you know I, I think is a positive for us and for the state okay Steve one last question and it's not on the list what is the best kept secret between St. Pete and Clearwater that most people should visit but may not know about you know they uh, so I, I I could give you the the what comes off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm I'm also a very analytical guy, and so I look at you know I look at our research, and I think one of the things that people take for granted, and if you're outside the area, you don't realize that we have is we have a rather robust arts and culture scene here. You know we're known for the beaches. But when it comes down to the, our museums and our performing arts and the, you know, and er- everything from small business to the big theater companies, we have it all. And the thing is, people really don't realize it. And that's one of the messages that we're starting to take out this year. Oh, thank you. I was wondering if you were going to mention the arts because, yes, you guys do have quite a robust program over there, but mostly it gets overshadowed by the beaches or the, the, you know, the sports and things like that. Thank you so much for doing that. U.S. Travel Association's National Travel and Tourism Week is just wrapped up. We've been talking with Steve Hayes. He's the CEO and president of Visit St. Pete Clearwater. And you guys are definitely leading the effort, inspiring us locals as well as visitors to unwind and be kind. Anything that I've left out, Steve, that we need to mention? No, you've hit on some great things. Glad you hit you. Glad I, I hit your topic of the arts and culture. So mm-hmm. you know what? I, I, I think we checked all the right boxes. Perfect. Well, welcome back again sometime soon, Steve Hayes. And thank you so much for sharing your knowledge of St. Pete and Clearwater. And get over there and visit them, people. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you being on the roundtable today. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. This is the Florida Roundtable. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. 
Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Right on. Right on is right. It's the Florida Roundtable. And if you love marine animals, you've probably seen the most adorable sea otter or sea lion, a Pacific Point preserve, or maybe down here at Ocean Discovery, uh, highly intelligent dolphins are out there. You visit it. You know, turtles, sharks, penguins, all of these wonderful educational animal encounters. That's probably what you think of when you think of SeaWorld. But there is so much more. With us right now, Dr. Chris Dold. He's going to tell us about SeaWorld and what they really do when it comes to rescuing marine animals. Hello, Dr. Dold. How are you? 
I'm well, thank you. And, and Melissa, thank you very much for uh, uh, having me on the show to talk about this really important subject. Oh, certainly. We love to let our listeners know what is going on. Talk to us about rescuing marine animals and how and why SeaWorld does that. Well, indeed, this is, I think, still a little-known fact about SeaWorld, but we've been responding to wildlife in need of help and support, uh, really, uh, since SeaWorld began, um, you know, more than five decades ago now. And uh, we've just uh, responded now to more than 40,000 animals, uh, injured birds, as you described, manatees, sea lions, across, across uh, really, the United States, near all of our SeaWorld parks. And we do it simply because we can, and I would say we must. You know, wildlife is facing ever-growing challenges out there uh, in the ocean. And so we at SeaWorld, we're honored uh, and privileged to have both the resources and the expertise to save animals in the wild. Now, Dr. Dole, you talk about resources. What kind of a scale are these rescue operations working on? I mean, can you describe it for us? Sure, I, I can try to give you some sense of scope. First of all, our, our parks are in Orlando here in Florida. Um, most folks in Florida are aware of SeaWorld Orlando and then SeaWorld of San Diego, the original park, and SeaWorld of San Antonio. All three parks uh, respond to uh, injured marine wildlife, um, really, and this is no exaggeration, every single day. So over our history, that 40,000 animals, although it's a, it's a grim reminder of the need of wildlife, it still gives you an indication of the scope and scale. So that's over 25,000 birds, just to give you a sense. We do a lot of bird rescue and rehab, but of course, 2,500 sea turtles, which are threatened and endangered species there. And then here in the state of Florida, over 800 manatees in our history of caring for this amazing animal that is unique to the, to the Florida environment. Uh, so... Our teams are highly trained, highly skilled, and, and I want to mention right out of the gate here, we're able to do this work, A, because people come to our parks, and just by coming to SeaWorld, they're supporting our overall animal care and certainly our wildlife conservation efforts. And then equally importantly, the teams that work within our parks and care for our animals, by caring for animals at SeaWorld, we maintain an incredibly high skill set that allows us to apply that to wildlife in need, which makes us we believe that much more capable in the work that we do. So what is your favorite rescue experience and, and why? Gosh, uh, with, with so many stories and, and, and the work of our team, it's hard to pick out just, just one area that is really important. But because we're in Florida and I'm based here in Florida, I, I want to just reflect on the, our work with the Florida manatee. I think you're aware there's what's called an unusual mortality event going on with manatees right now here heard in the state that. of Florida. Yeah, I've heard that. And, and it's really important for your listeners to understand that by saving one manatee, which is a, a now threatened species, but could be an endangered species again, and certainly was, uh, if, that, if we bring that manatee in and we're able to stabilize it, help it recover from a boat strike injury or maybe entanglement in fishing gear, and that manatee goes back out into the wild, which, to be clear, our goal with every single animal is to return that animal to the wild uh, that comes to our rescue and rehab program. That manatee can go on to make many more manatees. And that individual act of recovery can help to preserve manatees in the wild. So it's, it, it is very, very important, this work that we're doing. And on this coast, that is the main focus. I mean, obviously, we're talking... Uh, to uh, Dr. Chris Dold. He's the Chief Zoological Officer at SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment. 
And regardless of which park, whether it's, uh, you know, like you said, San Antonio or Orlando or San Diego, there are different animals, obviously, due to the situation. And in Florida, it's our, it's our manatees, most importantly. What's, um, what's the rehabilitation typically involved of a manatee, and how long do these animals often stay with SeaWorld before they're released? Yeah, that's a great question. It's it's involved for sure, and it really depends on the kind of manatee. But just to give you sort of an overlook of that, some of the most precious manatees that come in are orphan manatee calves. And an orphan manatee calf, which we're able to stabilize, uh, and, 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 and we do actually, I would say, a very good job of recovering orphan manatee calves. Some older manatees have a little bit more trouble, but these calves which, of course, represent wonderful potential for the manatee population if we can return them to the ocean. They will stay with us for about two years. We start them on a bottle, uh, feeding them a manatee milk formula that we developed over years of, of practice and experience. That gets them on the road to recovery right away. They grow up, they learn to eat lettuce, uh, and then they continue to grow. And I'll emphasize this, working with our partners at Florida Fish and Wildlife uh, Conservation Commission here, FWC, and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. All of the work that we do with marine mammals and other species is in partnership with and at the approval of state and federal agencies, wildlife agencies. So we coordinate with them, and when that orphan manatee calf, now two years old, is ready for return, we coordinate with the officials and we release that, that manatee back out into the wild. It's, it's really it's, it's work that, that we are very, very proud to do, but it can take a couple of years of recovery for each individual animal. Wow. We're talking about SeaWorld here in Orlando in particular, but there are three locations. And Dr. Chris Dolt, he's the chief zoological officer with us today. What kind of educational activities do we have available at our local SeaWorld for children and their families when they come and visit the parks? Thanks, Melissa. Well, education is core to a conservation ethic, and that is really what we're promoting for guests and others who visit our park. So any animal habitat that you visit at SeaWorld or any of the presentations will help you understand, help our guests understand more about these animals that we love so much. But to focus on manatees and sea turtles, the work that we do is uh, it, 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 we have we want to make sure that our guests can see manatees being rehabilitated in our parks. So we have our tremendous educational staff that is at the habitat teaching our guests about the manatees and the plight of the Florida manatee every single day. We've got great interpretive signage up. But I would say this, at, at Florida, um, even at SeaWorld of San Diego, guests who visit our parks have an opportunity to talk to the people who do the work to the animal care professionals who, who have committed their careers and are highly, just highly capable, really, really impressive folks. Uh, and, and we want to make sure that the guests who visit our park have an opportunity to speak directly with those animal care professionals to learn about that individual manatee that that professional is caring for right there in front of them. We want to make sure that our guests can see the work that is happening so that they are fully aware of the challenges of wildlife. We believe that the the core mission of an accredited zoological park, like any of our SeaWorld parks, is uh, to educate and inform our guests so that they can make really smart, 
consumer-driven decisions in their personal lives that help to minimize the impact on wildlife. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up, Dr. Dold. Um, I was just wondering, you know, say we're at the lake this weekend and we see a marine animal or something in distress, uh, what do we do? Say there's a manatee caught up in something or the lettuce is all poisoned. How, how, what do we call? Who do we call? What do we do to learn more? How do we help? Well, the, the, it's a great question. Uh, so, so first and foremost, if, if, you, if you do see wildlife injured, uh, w- regardless of where you are, as a smart consumer, you want to be aware of the hotlines that you can call to notify somebody. You can call SeaWorld directly here in the state of Florida. Florida Fish and Wildlife has signs everywhere saying, if you see injured wildlife, please call Florida Fish and Wildlife. And that's a 1-800 number that, that, that people can call. I'd say the other really important thing that I mentioned is is to be to, to be a good citizen of the planet. We need to be very aware of uh, of our impact, and that means being a smart consumer. So, this this sounds old, but always look for recyclable items. Try to minimize your use of uh, of single use plastics. Right, use your use your own water bottle. Don't buy a plastic bottle of water and then throw that out. The other thing too is if if you are if if you like to be outdoors in the wildlife and maybe you're a fisher and you like fishing, please be responsible with your old fishing gear and fishing line and lures and things like that. There are plenty of places in in Florida, California, along the coast where you can throw that gear away and it won't make its way out into into wild spaces. If Melissa, if I told you the number of cases we've seen where fishing line or ropes or other things are wrapped around manatee flippers and and that causes real problems for those manatees uh it would it would make you kind of sad so we know firsthand that being good stewards of our waste uh and and being aware of the natural environment is really really important oh this has been a wonderful interview and i hope folks as you've learned something about SeaWorld and what they really do it's not just about displaying animals for you to look at but the rescue and rehabilitation for sick and injured orphan marine life. You guys have passed 40,000 animal rescues, and for that, we thank you. Uh, Dr. Chris Dold, thank you so much for enlightening us about SeaWorld and all that you do on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you again. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro count on it visit toro.com slash zero turn to find yours life can be full of risks one thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance if you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it 800-398-0651 800-398-0651 800-398-0651 That's 800-398-0651. I love being a mom. Moms are the first molders and shapers of their children's minds and hearts as they become the next generation to impact the world. I'm privileged to be the mom of three boys, now three grown men. And you know, I still love being their mom. It's nonstop when they're toddlers and preschoolers and challenging in the preteen and teenage years. Not all their choices are wise. Not all lessons are easy. 
But with prayer and a strong relationship with the Lord, the rewards of being a mother are unequaled. Moms, I appreciate you. I'm one of you. I applaud your selfless love for the people that God has given you to nurture, to lead, and to enjoy. Time alone with the Lord is key. It will become the foundation of everything you do. This is Ann Wright wishing you a beautiful Mother's Day, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable. You know, the U.S. Department of Affairs, Veteran Affairs, is encouraging veterans to take care of their mental health. And we've got a little bit going on here as part of the VA's Mental Health Month Awareness and Education Efforts. We're going to be talking with mental health expert from the VA, Christopher Loftus. And with that in mind, welcome to the show, Christopher. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. So tell me about this new campaign uh, from the VA, Veterans Know. Yeah, this year's campaign emphasizes the shared military experience of veterans from various backgrounds talking about how they have taken care of their mental well-being. We understand that mental health may seem challenging or even impossible for some veterans, but by emphasizing the shared experience of other veterans who've taken steps to address their mental health, this campaign inspires and encourages veterans to reach out and take that next step or even that first step to improving their mental health. We're also showing veterans that there's no one-size-fits-all approach to improving mental health. We understand that mental health challenges can look different for every veteran, and treatment can too. I see. Um, you know, I've noticed, and I was, I'm former military. I didn't do anything major or involved in anything major conflict-wise. But I noticed that when our boys and girls are let go from their situations, whether they're over uh, with Desert Storm or any of the numerous conflicts and such that we've had, there's no real uh, depress- decompression time. You know what I mean? Like back in World War II, these guys often spent months before they were shipped back home and they were able to get their heads together. Now we just, here you go, one day you're on the battlefield in a bunch of sand, the next day you're back home and you're expected to adjust. How does the VA's Veteran Knows, a Veterans Know campaign uh, plan on dealing with these people who are forced all of a sudden to just, yay, tighten up and get back into American life? Right, and it can be a difficult transition as, as um, veterans find jobs, reconnect with family members, find new careers. And that's why the, the Veterans Know campaign it features stories of hundreds of veterans of all different backgrounds, service eras, uh, military branches, who are talking about some difficult life experiences and talking about how they came to get help, um, how they sort of came to understand that they were struggling and then where they went to get help. Um, we find that veterans on the campaign, when they listen to the stories of other veterans talking about what they've been through, it's both um, educating and that it gives them some ideas about how to talk about what they're going through, but it's also inspiring for them to reach out and seek help as well. So if, uh, if I notice that my loved one who happens to be a veteran is acting a little odd, well, first of all, what are the signs and, and behaviors associated with the mental health conditions? First of all, how do I as a bystander notice and, and realize, recognize that there's an issue here? And then further, how do I support this veteran to get the help they need? 
Yeah, the, the important thing is to look for significant changes in behavior or mood. If, if you notice that a loved one or you are more quick to anger, withdrawing from family members and friends, feel irritated more often than usual, or if you have nightmares, flashbacks, trouble sleeping, those are all times when it may be time to reach out for support. And certainly if you're drinking more or using drugs, that's a sign of a significant mental health condition and, and to reach out for support. But it's also important to note that, you know, veterans may also need support if they just feel like they're not living their fullest life or they're avoiding regular activities that they typically enjoy. So that's why with this campaign, we're really saying that we're, we're encouraging everyone to reach out and start the conversation about mental health with anyone who might be struggling and doesn't know what to do about it. It can be a difficult conversation to have, but we encourage um, folks to, to try again because it's an important part of starting the process of helping a veteran get on a better path to life. Um, and the, the veterans on maketheconnection.net are sharing their stories about their personal journeys because they want to let other veterans and family members know that they are not alone and that support is available. So as part of the VA's Mental Health Month awareness and education efforts, we are talking with the VA's mental health expert, Christopher Loftus, Ph.D. He's the doctor, and he's talking to us about the VA's Veterans Know campaign. Too often, too often, veterans are so strong and feel like they have to be so resilient that they do not want to talk to anybody when there's feelings of depression or just absolute craziness. They don't want to talk to anybody. How do we break? Is this helping to break that? Yeah, definitely. And you're right. Sometimes there is this culture that coming forward would be a sign of weakness, but the veterans on makingconnection.net are, are showing that it's a sign of strength to reach out and, and ask for help. They're really talking about, you know, a variety of experiences. Some of them are, are dealing with experiences from their military years, and others are talking about mental health issues that arose during their civilian years. But all of them are talking about the many options that are available for support, talking about treatment uh, can be effective, and talking about how treatment had a positive impact on their life. And they're not just talking about treatment, but they're talking about reconnecting with veterans, reconnecting with things that you used to love doing, with biking groups, with recreational kinds of things, all kinds of things to sort of re-envision um, and reinvigorate that passion within you that used to give you purpose and meaning in life. Uh, the website's called maketheconnection.net. Again, maketheconnection.net. And Dr. Loftus, um, you know, veterans, again, we talk about how they want to be strong and such, but if they want to reach out, would that be the best bet? Maketheconnection.net. Should they go to the VA, their local VA, and, and seek some help there? What are some of the options that a vet who may be suffering from mental health problems, what do they have? What are the options? Yeah, right. Seeking help is always the first step. Uh, veterans who are ready to talk can certainly reach out by talking to a friend or a family member, reach out to the local VA or your vet center or even your local health care provider. And then if a veteran isn't, you know, sure about what they're going through or know how to talk about it, check out the videos on maketheconnection.net. There's a lot of valuable information about mental health symptoms, about what to do about it. And it's certainly, it's particularly valuable for veterans who think that nothing can be done or if they have doubts about treatment. After listening to the inspiring stories of veterans on uh, maketheconnection.net, 
about their difficult life experiences and how they got help, many veterans feel empowered to reach out and seek help. We hope that the Veterans No campaign will provide lots of examples for veterans on how to live a healthier, more productive life with help from VA, others, and members in their community as well. We're talking with Dr. Loftus, Dr. Chris Loftus. He's a licensed clinical psychologist and a consultant with over 20 years of policy and program management and practice experience uh, in the nonprofit, uh, commercial, and government sectors. So you've pretty much done it all. You were actually working with the DOD, mental health collaborations for veterans and such. Now, I noticed, Dr. Loftus, you did not mention PTSD. Are you just jumping that into uh into the mental illness or mental health issues, or is that a separate problem? PTSD is a mental health condition, and it is certainly common in veterans. Um, I, I just want to emphasize with the Veterans No campaign that we're talking about a whole range of mental health conditions as well as improving mental well-being. We really just want to encourage veterans who are struggling, whether or not they're struggling with a mental health condition, drinking, drugs, anything of a more clinical nature, or they're just feeling like they're not living life to their fullest and they want help finding that passion again, check out what veterans know about mental health at maketheconnection.net to learn more about the ways that you can get inspired and encouraged to take that next step toward mental well-being in your life. I love it. What about our listeners, our casual listeners who uh, are not necessarily vets, but know that there's a problem that needs to be addressed. How can they help out, especially during Mental Health Month, but basically any time? How can they help? Right. Yeah, we'll start by sharing the Veterans No campaign with the veterans in your life. And then, as you said, continue to raise awareness about mental health resources, not just during May, but all year round. Um, we really hope that the Make the Connection campaign helps veterans recognize the signs of mental health challenges and inspires them to seek support. And family members and friends can also learn ways from the testimonials on MakeTheConnection.net to encourage veterans to reach out for support. But the bottom line is let the veteran in your life know that they're not alone and that support is available and help them understand what some of the options are and, you know, give them the website because that's something that they can do on their own and explore in the privacy of their home and think about what they want to do, what's best for them. I really enjoyed talking to you today. Dr. Chris Loftus, National Director at the VA, the Department of Defense Mental Health Collaboration. And for more information, maketheconnection.net. And please remember there is help out there, and it's, it's a strong person who asks for help. Am I right? That's right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Living with a body of water right outside your home sounds delightful until these boogers start showing up. Mosquitoes aren't just annoying, they can carry deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. But with Summit Mosquito Dunks, you can have your pond without all the worry. Simply drop a Summit Mosquito Dunk into standing water and kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Mosquito dunks are harmless to people, pets, fish, and wildlife. So it's just that, that stop hanging around.
Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. There's a little secret shared by all 21 million of us who live here in Florida. We live in paradise, especially when we're out on the water all year round. So let's stay safe, Florida, and develop a life jacket habit. Always wear your life jacket as we rediscover the joy of being out on the water. Keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe. Enjoy the water and wear a life jacket. For more information, visit MyFWC.com. That's MyFWC.com. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing, too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Shortness of breath, patients confused. Temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? Coming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov slash sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.